Hello and welcome to another episode of Bros 3 Podcast. Oh, thank you. Hold your applause. Hold your applause for November 11, 2018. And how you doing, fam? I say, how y'all doing? Don't shake a tambourine. It's Sunday. And me, I'm, I'm doing all right. I'm hanging in there. A little messy. You know. Slipping into darkness. Just a little bit. Over the weekend, a little messy. What they do? I love the fact that Waters had people in the background just hooping and hollering. It's almost like a funeral, a little bit. Not funeral, just missing. Man, here comes the church break down. When they took. They were quite the record. Talk about your friend. You know drink good like bro number two. Oh, 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 oh. That's bro three right here. While laughing at the moon. Mm-mm, 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 mm-mm. Yeah, the number one. Letting that messy take over. Like Venom. It's okay. You know you saw him, boy. You got to can't even feel my face. Slipping in the darkness. Mm. Sometimes dark ain't scared. He ain't scared to be in the dark. Be on the tree. Hello, welcome to another episode of Bros Three Podcast for November 11th. 2018. And how you doing, fam? I say, how you doing? You living that best life? Well, I hope you are. Um, I guess, you know, you hear my voice. You hear all the war. They screaming and they getting it in. But you only hear my single voice. So the question is, uh, where, where are your brothers? And uh, that's a good question. I guess it's a fair question. Bros 3 Podcast. Where are your other two brothers at? Fair question. Well, uh, brother number two is currently in Dubai. Uh, he's in Dubai because he wants to buy Dubai. And they went over there. There's a language barrier. But, you know, brother number two, he goes over there like, <laughs> money is the universal language, my good man. And they was like, you know, we won't sell. They was saying it how they say it. He was like, pitch posh, pitch posh. I'll take that building in that building in that building. And because brother number two said it with like such posh and he like took his monocle out, he was like, well, I'm waiting for a receipt. So the people over there currently, they don't, they just giving him stuff. And I guess if you got that kind of confidence, you can go into a place, you know, and you, you demand, you know, <laughs> demand satisfaction. 
And if you feel like if you look the part, people want to satisfy you. So he's over there right now. I think it's an international thing, though, because I think once they realize that he's not in a position to buy things over there, it might be a situation. I don't know. Brother number three. Where is brother number three? Um, brother number three, as you know, is in the family way. You know, he got, he got his little troop, his little, I think, platoon. Maybe squad. I don't know what you call him, but it, he, got his, he got his family, you know. So he is a family man, but he's also a Marine, you know, and they are always combat ready is you won't catch a Marine slipping. So the thing is this, he's got to buy a minivan and no, you know, red blooded soldier can, there's too many weak spots on the minivan. You know, there's no armor plating that sliding door, any uh, rebel insurgent or whatever can pop that door, slide over. And he's like, I got you now. And then jump in with a bomb on his chest, right? Brother number three ain't having it. So brother number three is currently in developing. He's taking his minivan, armor plating it out, putting a little slits on the front with bulletproof glass so you can't shoot through. Yeah, it 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 helps, you know, it hurts visibility, you know, on them tire treads. He put he putting uh putting tank treads on his tire. So when he goes to drop his kids off at school, ho ho, have a great day at school, you know, he he's coming through. And just so happens somebody cut him off in traffic, you know, they end up running over. And what am I doing? Well, I'm sitting here talking to y'all. I'm meant something to y'all. You know, the last weekend, you messed uncle and got a little messy. But some good came out of it, I think. I think just just a little bit. Um, I did an interview Friday. Did an interview Friday. Now, if you come on my show, there's a segment called What Did You Bring Your Messy Uncle? Right? It's a new segment. And I had a very esteemed person come to my house so I can interview him and talk about something. That'll be probably in two weeks once we check the levels and whatnot. He comes over, he brings uh, a fifth of gentleman Jack because he's a gentleman. And from there, <laughs> the interview went off the rails. So we had to redo the interview. Let's just say, because he's a healthcare professional, the diagnosis came this way, and because of the gentleman Jack, my walls and defenses came up. <laughs> So, yeah, it got it got real. So we had to redo the uh, interview last night. We did we did we redid the interview and we kept it classy. Had a glass of red wine, and from there the conversation went to just certain healthy ways of dealing with stress and anxiety. And then the conversation kind of got more personal. So, but overall, great information was given. I, I hope that you tune in because. You know, there's a stigmatism about mental health. So, please be on the lookout for that. Um, so, yeah, welcome to the Bros 3 Podcast. So, a couple of weeks, of work, uh, a couple of weeks ago, while I was at work, we had to go to a training seminar, which is, you know, fairly standard. We do that every, every, um, every couple months ago. That way we can kind of keep up with, uh, you know, things going on, different training, stuff like that. And sometimes we have outside companies that come in and they they bring their own training materials. So as we were sitting down, we were a little early, so as we were sitting down, they played a, a police training video from the 1940s. And I, I thought it was just interesting. I was sitting there watching it, 
and just the the way things have changed the the video was shot for new police officers in California so this is what it felt like or sounded like to me hey Jack are you looking for a lucrative profession with lots of experience and lots of uh, prestige why not become a police officer now wait a minute not just anyone can be a police officer you've got to meet certain regulations are you currently white good are you a male super do you smoke and eat red meat at every meal well that's just swell welcome to the force And here's Jack's first day on the job, walking the beat. Well, hello, miss. Why, yes, those pork chops are 12 cents a pound. Have a nice day. Whoa, Jack, remember to be courteous. There you go. Have a smile. Oh, look, here comes Mr. Johnson. Yes, I have seen your wife. She went to go buy you dinner. Good day, Mr. Johnson. Now, Jack, your job won't just be meeting white people. Sometimes you will be met with the ethnics. Here they come now. Oh, hello, Spanish man. I'm sorry, I do not speak the gooba de goop. Yes, guni google to you too, sir. And please... Point them in the farthest direction from other white people. That was a close one, Jack. But also, be wary of the Negro. Here they come now. Do you feel your lovely white ass tightening up a little bit? That's absolutely normal. Keep your hand on your pistol. Yes, he has a nice car but it's obviously stolen. Threaten them. Wave your baton. Loud noises seem to scare the jungle folk. And if all else fails, place marijuana on them to arrest them. They're also known as jazz cigarettes for a reason. You follow these easy tips and you'll be a bang-up police officer. Good luck. You know, every generation tries to be better. Hopefully, you try to be better than the one before. That's kind of how we progress as a people. You know, not just as a people, like as humanity. You want to be better. You want to you want to show them better, do better, put them in a better position to do or be, achieve or excel, whichever word you want to use, more things. And nothing was more obvious of that than when I took my daughter trick-or-treating, all right? Now, because my daughter, you know, I want her to experience things. I want her to, you know, have a, have good memories to look back on. I got great memories. I want her to have those memories. Not my memories, just her versions of them. So, she comes home from school, 
I tell her, get dressed. She said, why? I say, so we can go trick-or-treating. And she's at that angsty 14-year-old age. Like, I don't, I don't want to go trick-or-treating. Look, and I, I'm trying to be the cool dad. So I'm like, well, you got two hours, you know, and I just walk off. Now I'm letting the decision be hers. And you got to let them make certain decisions, not all the important ones, but just do I want to try something new? Because if I come in the house, the only thing we're going to do, you know, we're going to basically get ready for the next day or something. So maybe I can step out. Maybe I can have this little adventure because she doesn't like doing new stuff. So she gets, I come out the bathroom. I wasn't in there for two hours, obviously, but she's getting herself dressed. So we get in the car and we, we drive. To a nice, nice neighborhood, safe neighborhood, like a cul-de-sac. Everything is in there. There's multiple houses, and everyone seems to know each other, so it's safe. We walk from house to house. People got decorations up. Uh, they got decorations on the outside. There's people actually sitting there to greet the trick-or-treaters, like old, old people. Like, oh, and what are you? I'm a power rancher. Oh, okay, here's some candy. My daughter, she dressed up as someone she admires a lot, which was sweet. And also, it was a cheap costume. So, it, it was it worked perfect for both of those uh, criteria for me. So, she's crossing the street. And because she's a teenager, she's not really getting into it. Man, by the end of the night, she's I'm actually like, okay, don't think you got enough. She's like, nah, I got to get every house. Which, hey, go ahead, go for it. I'm slowing down, though, because my legs actually hurt. One house, right? One house actually had a DJ system set up outside, and they were projecting, uh, I don't know, some kind of backdrop on their house. Like, oh, old, old uh, 1980s, like, videos. And you just walk up. So I'm walking down the street, and I hear, Black Planet, Planet Rock, don't stop. And I'm like, oh, like, what's going on? Like, I, I see these other houses, and some of them are playing, like, Labyrinth and... The Monster Mash. Man, I ain't trying to hear that. I want to go down there and see what's going on with that, with that house that's jamming, right? And I hear, wicked, wicked, wicked rock. Wicked, wicked, wicked rock. I'm the man, dude. I'm looking down the street. I really want to go. And my man got a microphone. He like, you got to dance for your candy. You know what I'm saying? Oh, hey, you got moves. Here's some candy, this, that, and other. I'm like, Zion, that's what we going. Like, man, skip all this other house. She's like, no, I want to keep walking down the street. Okay, we're walking down the street, walking down the street. But I'm getting pulled to the, I'm getting pulled over there. To the, to, the, to, the, to the Planet Rock house, right? So we finally get there, right? We get there, and the man say, yo, show me your moves. And Zion, like, I don't, I don't want to dance. I'm like, man, look, step out the way, because, you know, the bros three, we gets down. We gets it in. So that's, yo, I go dance with candy. I ain't got no shame in my game. So go up there, start hitting with the pop, the lock. I look to my side. Zion's popping and locking. We getting candy, man. Dude, made my heart feel good as a parent. And then from there, we went to all the other houses. But it was, just, it was a small memory that made me feel good, you know. And it wasn't about me, but it made me feel good. Now, back in my day, back in my day, brought to you by Nostalgia. Sha-na-na-na. So, I never really got to go trick-or-treat because in the hood, we didn't really, it was, it wasn't so much dicey. It was just kind of like, it in October, back then, it used to be cold. So it's like, look, I'm not going out there begging for candy. Also, my grades were never the best, right? So my mom, I come home from school, and everybody had their little costumes at school. That's what we used to do, costumes at school, then you go home. And Halloween was always on the 31st. So 31st was on a Wednesday. Thursday, you expect to be in school. So I come home, 
My mom says, yo, get a costume on. She's like, what? what, what, what? She's like, get a costume on. You got two hours. Get a costume on. Man, I ain't the smartest man, the most creative. And I ain't dress up like somebody in Maya like my daughter did. And I was like, skip it. I saw it on Charlie Brown. I grabbed some sheets. I grabbed one sheet. It was it was a white one. I was about to cut into it. My mom said, what are you doing? I said, I'm about to be a ghost. She was like, well, you take that uh those old sheets. It was white sheets with blue flowers on them. I was like, okay, I must have be a ghost that died in a florist uh, store or something. So I take it, cut two holes out of it, boom. Because I got my coat on the knee. Because, again, it's cold, right? I don't know what brother number two was dressed up as. And brother number three wasn't around at the time. So I know I'm sitting in now thinking about the functionality of being a ghost kind of sucks. Because your hands is under the sheet. Yeah, your eyesight is limited. And I cut my holes awkwardly. So I couldn't even see really to begin with. So anyway, we go. I'm nervous. We had someone, friend of the family. He takes us. He's taking us out. Mom's in the house. So we go. We Going to get candy, we kind of get into the rhythm. He stays in the car because, again, it's cold. We jump out, run to the house, trick or treat, get some candy. And no one ever asked me what I was supposed to be because it was kind of obvious. I'm a ghost. I'm a low-budget, low-income ghost. So then we got to the point where we would, like, go to three houses, and he'd kind of just pull up just a little bit, then we'd jump in when it get cold, right? So we did this, and this is before you had, oh, trick or treating hours is from 5 to 7, from 7 to 9. Nah, baby, as long as you was out, Trick-or-treat was still going on. So we trick-or-treated to 11 o'clock at night, right? It's cold. Like, I am i don't want no more candy. I just want to go home, go to sleep. Well, the family friend was like, he was a male. He was like, yo, I got to make a stop real quick. Now, the old heads know. <laughs> when a parental figure said, yo, I'm going to make a stop real quick, what they was going to do is hang out, right? It wasn't. Oh, I know you got school in the morning. Look, I'm over here by my homie Pepe's house. I'm going to go holler at Pepe real quick. And Pepe, because, you know, he's he partying. So you get there. Anyway, the stop we had to make was to a pool hall. So sitting outside, he said, I'll be right back. So we sitting outside. We going through our little candy. But my fingers is numb. So, you know, you you know, as a kid, you always, you don't just run out there. You just kind of wait. You try to be patient. Then you just can't take it no more. I go knock on the door. A ghost with the, uh, uh, with with blue flowers all over me, or whatever. The bouncer opened up the door. Well, I assumed he was a bouncer because he opened the door. And he was, I was like, I'm looking for such and such. And then such and such came to the door. I'm like, can we can we go now? And he was just like, oh, hey, uh, why don't y'all just come on in? Now, I got to be maybe 10, wait, fourth grade. I don't know how old that is. Let's just say 10. 10, somewhere up in there. We are in a smoke-filled pool hall. And he was like, all right, go. Because the bartender like, hey, man, what them kids doing up here? Like, hey, man, it's cool. Just they're going to sit right here. I'm going to finish my game, and now I'm leaving. Bartender was like, all right. Because that's what it was, man, you know. So we go sit down. He plays pool and drink. He having a good time. I'm sitting there looking through these little ghost holes. Uh, we didn't get home to 2.30. And then, of course, mom's like, yo, what, what, what? oh, we was out trick-or-treating. Ain't that right? <laughs> yo, when you're a kid, you learn not to go against the parents. Yeah, no, we were trick-or-treating. For, well, let's see, we left at eight. Let's see. Y'all trick-or-treating for six hours? Like, yeah, he, they really wanted candy. So, yeah, we did. And that was my trick-or-treating. So, hopefully, her trick-or-treating goes a little, went a little bit better than mine. 
Do y'all remember them old got milk commercials? It wasn't got milk, but it was like I'm drinking milk. Like it was always a little it was a little girl standing next to like the football player, the jock, or whatever. And the girl was like twelve. And she'd be like, You might not see me now, which now looking back on it, if he's eighteen, he shouldn't be looking at you anyway, right? He's eighteen, you twelve. So anyway, she say, you might not pay attention to me now, but I'm drinking milk. And then she take a swig of milk and it shows her like two years later. And he's just still tossing football. He, you know, again, just ignore her. And, by, uh, and milk is giving my body what it needs to build strong bones. And then like she take another swig. She's a couple years older. And it's like, uh, what? And give my body the nutrients it needs to be curvy. And sexy, so I might not look much like look, look, look like much now. Just take the final sip, and again, like she she looked twenty five. Like he looked twenty five wearing a high school jacket. She looked twenty five wearing a swimsuit. And he's like, but now you know I'm sure you'll pay attention to me now. Okay, cool. Well, let's dissect this just a little bit. In this video, he's eighteen. You know, he's a captain of the football team. She starts off at twelve. So milk don't make you time travel. Like, you don't age and progress faster. Yes, milk puts things in your body, but it don't make you grow up faster, right? So six years didn't pass. She'll be 18. He'll be, okay, 18 plus 24. Do you think he's still going to look like he did in high school? I'm 40. You know, 18 years, 40. Y'all do the math. 22? 22. Boom, hit it on the first shot. If some little girl who's like, I'm not going to be, I'm going bald now. I got gray hair. She's going to be like, ew. And I'm going to look at her like, can I help you, young lady? Leave me alone. I'm an old man, but I'm drinking milk. And now because I'm old, I get gassy. So while you might not like me now, show me two years later, a little bit fatter, a little bit balder. Milk is going to help me not fall and break a hip. So while you're out there enjoying life, take another swig of milk. I'm on a walker, completely bald now, and got a gut. Well, I guess the milk didn't help much with uh, the the congenitive bone degeneration. Oh, my legs hurt. Like you know, so just cut that out. And then on the flip side, the little boy. There's one with the little boy. He's standing next to a girl, and he like, I really like you, but I don't. And actually, I wrote this down so I got this right. I guess. I'm just a man with, what, what do you say, something like, right now I'm just a man with sensitivity, intelligence, and charm. But I guess that's not enough for you. So he takes a swig of milk, right? So then he gets a little bit bigger. He's like, but I'm working out. And all this season, I'm drinking milk. And it's giving my body what it needs on the inside. And he takes another swig. And uh, he's like, and milk is going to give me strong arms and powerful legs and a broad chest. And then he takes the final swig, and he's 25 like she's 25. And he was like, but when I'm all big and swole, will you still, will you just love me for my body? And then he shrinks back to a kid. He's like, I can live with that, and walked off. So, <laughs> and again, okay, let's bring this into the urban setting, right? So there's a bad chick, right? She's a video vixen, whatever. She's standing there. Some little kid, some little young kid, 12, 9, whatever, he comes up. He say, I might not look like much now, but, and then he pull out because he's like toast intolerant. He got a bottle of, I don't know, Hennessy. Take a swig of Hennessy. 
And over the next few years, I'm going to become dependent on alcohol substances to deal with my emotional trauma. So while I might not look like much now, he popped a couple pills. So now he's 15. He's got his first face tattoo and color hair. I'm going to start abusing painkillers and get numb on the inside. And I'm going to start rapping. But I ain't going to really remember much about my raps because I am. And then he's going to like doze off in the middle and somebody going off screen going to poke him with a stick. And he's going to like, oh, yeah, take some more pills, take another drink. At this point, he got colored hair. His face looks like a patchwork of just bad decisions. And he's super skinny. And he's going to look um, like an old little Wayne. <laughs> She's not going to look at him until he goes into his pocket and throws up some money. And then it's going to like, she's going to be like, oh, he got money. And the tagline is going to be like, got a drug problem. And that's for 2018. That's our new Got Milk slogan. All right, y'all. That's going to be it for this episode of Bros 3 Podcast. There's a lot more I want to say to you, but I'm running close to my time. And I know some people are probably asking me, where's uh, the BTP news? To be honest with you, um, the BTP news has been so much negativity in the news. It's really hard to find the funny and miss all the chaos. So it's coming back. I, it's, I haven't abandoned it. It's just, um, just I'm sensitive about certain things. And it's hard to joke about news when so many bad things are in the news. I don't mean to bring you down. Uh, so just be good to each other. Uh, there's a lot of things going on. We got, we getting close to our 50th uh, episode. So I did say a couple of episodes ago, I was going to like get some shirts printed up. So check this out. The first five people who hit us up on Instagram, uh, give me your shirt sizes and I'll send you something. Also, I need an address to send it to send it to you. Also, if you could be so kind as to, you know, share this, That'd be cool. And uh, also, um, we are going to be, supposedly, we got the theme music coming. And also, supposed to be going to an actual recording studio to record some things. So, there's a lot of big things happening. I appreciate you listening at least this far. Again, you share that. You know what I'm saying? You hit, hit us up on Bros3Pod on Instagram. Drop me your size and give me an address. I can send that shirt to you. When we get to the 50th, even I didn't realize it was so close to Christmas, we getting some shirts printed up. We're sending them out. All right. Um, and if you get your shirt, you know, it'd be nice if you take a picture and tag us in it. Put that on Instagram. I think that's how those things work. All right. Y'all be good. Be sweet. Be kind to each other. Real talk. I love y'all. And I want y'all to love y'all selves. All right. Bye.